How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Dad Tired Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Lopes. Join me every Monday as we dive into what it looks like to be men who fall in love with Jesus and help our families do the same. You can learn more about our books, resources, conferences, and even online community by going to dadtired.com. Let's dive into today's episode. All right, guys. Well, welcome back to the Dad Tired Show. Happy New Year to you. Happy 2020. Uh, crazy man. We're we're in <laughs> we're in 2020. Uh, I always love my. I think my favorite part of the new year, whenever there is a new year, is the memes, um, and all the memes like that have come out for 2020. Probably my favorite one so far has been the Barbara Walters meme that says, "I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020." <laughs> I just think the internet, I don't know who creates these. I think it's just like a bunch of kids sitting on forums and uh, creating these memes that end up going going viral, but they're hilarious. It's probably like six kids. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, yeah, happy 2022, guys. Uh, hope, you're, hope your uh, new year went well and your uh, Christmas and holidays and all that went well. Let's dive in uh, to today's episode. I... Um, one thing that I've always been committed to on this podcast is being very honest with you guys. Um, I started four, over four years ago, um, the Dad Tired podcast on accident. Like I wasn't trying to start this whole thing. If you're not, if you guys aren't familiar, the whole reason I started this was because I was in a really terrible season in my own life and marriage. I had been a pastor for over a decade and came out of ministry, church ministry, really hurt by the church and uh, it kind of spun out of control found myself in a place where I was like a really terrible husband and dad and just felt like I sucked at that whole thing and I uh, was just depressed and far from God, far from my wife, far from my kids. And I happened to write this blog I processed online uh, where I was at, which is a very like millennial thing for me to do. I processed it on Facebook. I wrote a post. That post ended up getting shared hundreds of thousands of times, um, seen by over a million people. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I had all these guys around the world basically saying, Hey man, I feel like I suck as a husband and dad. Uh, we should do this thing together and encourage each other to be more like Christ. And, um, so anyway, that's a long, that's the short story, but that's how dad tired started, man. So I, I started this whole thing in the midst of a season where I was just really broken and I wasn't trying to be like a pastor who was helping people on their journey. I was just a normal dude who was, um, you know, on his own journey, wrestling through what it meant to follow Christ and be a husband and dad that God's called him to be. So one thing that I've always said is that I just want to be, keep that like tone with you guys, even though it's been four and a half years, God has really restored my marriage. He's healed me in so many ways and, and, uh, just been gracious to me and dad's heart has grown like crazy. It's turned into this whole like ministry. It's been incredible. But in the midst of all of that, like I've always just said, I, I really want to be um, authentic to where we started, which is just me trying to process very uh, honestly where I'm at. So all that being said, today, man, I'm, I feel like I need to take off my pastor hat and just put on my like normal 32-year-old Jared, who's a dad and a husband and a man who's trying to figure this stuff out and just process with you guys in hopes that I, th- I think that from what I know of you guys in the, the Facebook group and just interacting with you in person, that I think many of you are probably in the same the same boat, and so I just want to like friend to friend process this with you, and hopefully you are drawn towards Christ, and maybe it helps you in in your journey of being 
the man that God's called you to be as well. So anyway, uh, normally when I start New Year's, I'm a type three personality on an Enneagram. I know I talk about Enneagram a lot. I just really, I'm a big fan of just like trying to fully understand how God has wired people. I think those tools, they're not the Bible. They're not end all be all right. But they're, uh, any tool that like helps us understand the way that God has put us together is just cool. I, I really enjoy these kind of things. So I, I know I talk about it a lot, but anyway, my personality is like, uh, I think it's titled high achiever or the achiever or whatever. Like I just, I like to get stuff done. I like to, I'm very motivated, sometimes overly optimistic about things to just kind of move forward. And so whenever there's a new year, like how we all just celebrated, uh, you know, the start of 2020, normally these kind of moments are very motivating for me and I get like super hyped up. I like to create a lot of goals. I like the clean slate. I like the idea of starting fresh and just chasing after things. And for whatever reason, I'm just not feeling that uh, at all. <laughs> uh, this go around, I'm, I'm just not like, I don't feel super motivated. And to be totally honest, like I feel far from God. Like I was going to bed last night and my mind was just kind of racing. I feel like, and I said to myself, like I, this is um, as far from God as I felt in a long time. And, um, and so it's, uh, that's a weird thing to say uh, as a as a pastor and as somebody that's like, you know, trying to point other people and other guys towards Jesus. That's hard for me to just say out loud. Um, but that's that's honestly where I'm feeling. I just kind of feel like dry and far from God, and uh, don't feel like I'm on any kind of spiritual high, for lack of better words. And uh, so yeah, I'm just not my normal motivated self. And last year in 2019, I actually did 51 out of 52 weeks. I recorded a podcast and. I think I started this year less motivated and more just like tired. Um, as if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we uh, moved our houses unexpectedly because our landlord wanted to get her house back. And so December, like the Christmas season was me moving. And I'm just like, I'm like physically tired. I'm just emotionally tired, um, mentally, spiritually, like all the words. I'm just, I, f- I just feel tired and um dry for again like like lack of better words i'm just i just just feel tired i'm not super motivated and when i was younger i used to whenever i would get in these stages or these like seasons of life where i would feel this kind of way it would actually send me into a little bit of like a depression or a little bit of tailspin i would start to uh, over dramatize or like over catastrophize these seasons of life like i would make them they would feel permanent to me like i'm always going to feel this way what's wrong with me how come I'm never going to get my act together. Why am I not close to God? Like I would just make maybe a bigger deal than it actually was. And it would send me kind of out of control. And now as I'm in my young thirties, still a young guy who's trying to figure out how to be a man, uh, I (laughs) could do a whole podcast on that, but I'm just, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm married. I've been married 10 years now. I got three kids and I'm just like, all right, man, what does it look like to be a man and to process this stuff maturely and not be immature and not overdramatic here? And so as I'm doing that, I'm really just trying to ask myself like, all right, Jared, if you just step back and and be mature, be the man that God's called you to be, really try to self-assess here. What I'm trying to do is just like get better at stepping back from my emotions, from the situation and take an objective look at myself. Now, I personally believe that none of us can be fully objective about ourselves. I don't care how non-emotional you are, analytical you are, like 
We all need other people to speak into our blind spots. There are so many times where somebody will say to me like, Hey, did you know this about yourself? Or I always am interested when you act this way or say this or do that. And I'm like, what? Like, I just had no idea. I thought I'm a pretty self-aware dude. And yet I just had no idea that that's like something that I do or that a personality trait that I have or a characteristic of mine. So I just really believe we need other people who can kind of look at other areas of our life and help us see all of who we are created to be in the way that God's wired us. But that being said, I do think that we can get better as men at being more objective and uh, just stepping back, removing our emotions, say, okay, what am I feeling and why am I feeling it at this particular season of life? So uh, in this season, in the start of 2020, as I am not feeling like, hey, let's put all the goals down and let's achieve all these things, I'm really just feeling like uh, I want to watch Netflix and <laughs> curl up in bed for the next three years. Uh, I don't actually want to do that. My my brain wants to do that, but my soul doesn't actually want that. So I'm asking these questions objectively. All right, like where am I at? Why am I here? And and what would look different? So here's, here's some questions I'm personally asking myself in seasons where I just feel spiritually dry, far from God. Um, and, and if you relate with that at all or you feel the same way, hopefully these questions can help stir stir what God's doing in you as well. All right. So here's the first question. First question I always ask myself is, is there unconfessed sin in my life? Um, sometimes I always like, again, I I think we can over, uh, be overly dramatic about our situations or overly spiritual for lack of better words. I know I say that a lot. (laughs) I need to come up with a new phrase, uh, instead of lack of better words. Maybe my goal for 2020 will be to expand my vocabulary uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we can, we can just over spiritualize things. So, uh, sometimes man, it's not like super deep stuff. It really is like there, there's for mo- for many of us, uh, you can just get into a spot where like you feel far from God. Just ask yourself, is there unconfessed sin in my life? Is there something that I'm still struggling with that I just haven't confessed? James three talks about, uh, confess your sins to one another that you might be healed. We know the verse in Romans that says, confess your sins to God and he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness, which is such good news. Like, man, God's like ready and quick and and excited to forgive you and like forget about it. Um, But some of us have confessed our sin to God and yet we still don't feel healed. And so James says in James chapter three, confess your sins to one another that you might experience healing and uh, this is where it's just such good news, man, that we just get to confess our sins and it's not for shame. It's not for like, oh, geez, dude, you're you're like really messed up. I didn't know you were so messed up. We confess our sins so that we can point each other back to healing. And uh, so if, if there's something in your life where you just feel like, man, I'm still struggling, I still feel far from God, ask yourself, like, is there something that I have yet to confess? And And healing might be as quick as just going to another brother in Christ and saying, dude, I'm like struggling with this, man. Like I, I've been trying to get a hold of this thing and I'm not doing very well. Like, can you just pray with me or listen to me process or whatever? And I bet you that would be a giant step towards healing. So that's what I ask myself. Like, is there confessed sin in my life? Is there something I'm hiding or is there something that I uh, am struggling with that I'm just not open, being open about and keeping in darkness and Satan loves darkness. He'll play in that area for a long, long time. And so just getting it out in the open, getting out in the light. That's the first question I ask. Is there unconfessed in my life? The second question I ask is, uh, am I being blinded by my current circumstances? And I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but basically you, we start to get in this, 
uh, mode where we start to think what is happening now is going to be permanent. And so we make permanent or we make big decisions about where life is in the middle of temporary circumstances. I did a whole podcast on this, but uh, sometimes we'll, we'll say temp or we'll say permanent things about our marriage or we'll make permanent assessments about our marriage in the midst of a temporary circumstance. Or we do this for the, anything like, Oh, she's always been like this. And when you're talking about your wife or it's always going to be like this, or my job is always going to do that. Like when you start using those kind of huge statements and, and, and really believing that life is always going to be like something. And then really in the midst of what is actually very temporary circumstances. Uh, and so you can't make long-term conclusions about, about short-term seasons. That's, I think that's the title that I did of the podcast. And so really what I'm asking myself, like, am I in the middle of a short-term season right now? And am I making it feel much more long-term? Uh, Matthew 6.33 talks about Jesus says he, he's actually referring to people who are really worried about their money. Like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? Their, their like actual just physical needs for the day. Um, and they're stressing about it and they have high anxiety about it. Jesus says, don't worry about those things. Instead, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added. Like all these things will be taken care of. Again, that's Matthew 6, 33. Uh, and so what I'm asking myself is, have I lost sight of seeking the kingdom as I'm looking for or stressing about temporary things like in the middle of a move I'm constantly on Zillow looking for a home because I feel unsettled. And then that brings up questions of finances and all the other things that come with that. And so then you're asking yourself like temporary circumstantial questions, but they feel huge money, housing, marriage, these big things, they feel really big. And so I start to get high anxiety about them and I've lost sight of the kingdom, which is why Jesus says, listen, it's important for sure, but God takes care of the birds of the air and the beasts in the field. Like how much more does he love you? So instead, don't be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worries of their own, but instead seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you to like make that a 2020 version. Really, I've taken my eyes off of Christ as my foundation and as the one who provides stability for my soul. I've taken my eyes off of him and instead I've put my eyes on things like money, housing, job, marriage, whatever. And I've said, I need you to fulfill this foundation to make me feel stable and they just can't. And so really uh, in the middle of this season, I'm just asking myself like, where do I need to shift my eyes back to Christ because they've gone somewhere else? Where do I need to shift my hope and my faith and my trust in something else? Um, so yeah, that's the second thing I ask myself. Am I blinded by current circumstance? Is there something circumstantially that I'm focusing on more than I'm focusing on Christ? The other question I ask myself, there's four of them. So in case you're like, dude, are you going to go through a hundred of these? No, I'm just, there, there are four questions I, I ask myself. First one is, is there unconfessed sin? Second one is, am, am I blinded by my current circumstance? Third one is this, am I taking any risks for Christ right now? Or another way that I've asked myself that is, is there an area of my life where I like need to get out of my comfort zone and step into a situation that would require some great faith? And I just think sometimes, man, we get really bored. I've talked a lot about this on the podcast, but uh, we, just as Christian men and men in general, we just get bored and uh, just kind of get stuck in the mundane. And I just think that there's um, something soul filling or life-giving 
um, something that fills the tank of your soul when you start to step out and take risks for the kingdom and for Christ's sake. And um, that doesn't have to be huge. Like uh, sometimes when I talk about that, I'm, I talk about big stuff. Like for me, it was foster being a foster parent. Layla and I prayed about stepping into season that scared us a little bit and foster care kept coming up. It doesn't have to be that big. Although, man, pray about becoming a foster parent because we need more of those. Like maybe it's adoption. Maybe I, I don't know what it is. Like there, there's lots of areas that you could step into that's a little bit scary that maybe you're not stepping into. Um, but it doesn't have to be like this quote unquote necessarily huge thing. Like it could be something as simple as, is there someone in your life? Like, is there another person that you just feel like I should probably be more intentional with that person in my life, like more intentional with my time and really investing into them as, as a friend or as a mentor or whatever. And, um, there, there may be a guy at work or maybe a younger guy at your church or in your community or a neighbor or something that like you've just kind of been selfish with your time. And, uh, but you know, like something's kind of pricking at your soul and you're like, man, that's like a cool dude. Or I connect with that person. And, uh, and I just, I should be more intentional with them. I think that if I, if I asked more intentional questions deeper than just like, Hey man, how's work going? Or how are the kids or how's the family? But you, you actually ask like, bro, how you doing? Like, how's your marriage? Uh, like where are you at in life? Like th that could actually be a really fruitful relationship and friendship. And so, um, maybe it's, that's, maybe that's the risk, you know, like maybe that's the thing that you step into that feels kind of scary. Cause we don't know how to do that as dudes be vulnerable. And, uh, and yet when you do, when you step into those kind of conversations and those kind of friendships and the person reciprocate reciprocates, uh, <laughs> side note, I had to do, I had to read the audio, my own audiobook uh, a few, I guess last month. And the amount of times that I got caught up on words that I should not have got caught up on, uh, was embarrassing. And that was just a moment Recip reciprocate. I like, I would have to say words like that 15,000 times. The producer, it was just me and the producer in this little studio. And he was just staring at me like, bro, just say the word. Like, Anyway, that's what I felt like right there. I don't know how to say the word. Uh, when the person responds positively <laughs> uh, to your to your um, attempt to be vulnerable and they also are vulnerable, it's really life-giving. And all of a sudden you find yourself like, man, this is the kind of stuff that life's made of. Uh, instead of just sitting around watching football all the time and chasing money or whatever, like I'm pouring my life into somebody or I'm being open and now they're being open. And this is like a cool friendship. It feels much more meaningful. It's the kind of stuff that we lay on our deathbed and you're like, man, I'm glad I did more of that. And I didn't chase dumb stuff that would uh, leave when I die, but I chased after stuff that would actually last for eternity and relationships. Those are the kinds of things that carry on for generations and generations. Those are the kind of things that change lives, you know? So um, maybe it's that, maybe it's just like asking God, Lord, where do you want me to step into something like that requires faith that requires me to be scared a little bit. Again, it could be something huge or it could be something as small as like, I just need to be more intentional, have lunch with this person, invite this family over for dinner, give up some of my time, um, and not be so selfish with my time. So that's what question I ask. Uh, and then finally, this is the last question I ask, and this is where we'll end. Um, I, I ask myself, am I in a healthy routine? And uh, Mark, Jesus says in Mark 12, 29 to 30, he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind and strength. And he's actually quoting a verse from Deuteronomy. Jesus is quoting a verse back in Deuteronomy. So we see this multiple times in the scripture where the writers say, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind and your strength. And the reason I bring this verse up is because sometimes I think in the Christian circles, we can kind of like 
make everything mystical or mysterious or only focus on like the soul kind of intangible things. Uh, and it gets kind of just like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I could come up with a bunch of words, but I don't want to be offensive, but it just can it, like, is it any of it? Like, I don't know. It just, I guess I'll just stick with the word. It, it feels intangible, right? Like we're just always talking about the soul and we forget that God is the one who created our bodies, our minds, our souls. And so sometimes when I'm in these seasons, I'm just asking myself, like, am I taking care of my body? Like, am I sleeping enough? Am I getting some good sleep? Am I going to bed at a good hour? And am I getting eight, nine hours of sleep? Am I drinking enough water? Am I exercising? I know in the Christian circles, people hear this and they're like, oh, Jared, you've you got new agey. You're like being weird. This isn't spiritual enough. But bro, like, don't forget, God is the creator of our bodies. It's not separate things. Um, this is why all throughout scripture, even Paul said like sexual sin is, is like the deepest kind of sin because it involves your body. Like our bodies are important. Uh, and God made us like intricately. We should be focused on our mind and we should be focused on our body. Listen, this isn't like, I'm not like some big health nut gym rat. I haven't been to the gym in probably nine months, right? I haven't done a workout in uh, probably a year, right? I'm not like some like health nut crazy guy. I'm just saying like, we need to think of us spiritually holistically, like your mind, your body, your soul, your strength. Jesus talked about it uh, in Deuteronomy. Moses talked about it. And so I just asked myself like, all right, yes, I want to take care of my spirit. I'm starting to read through the Bible again this year. That was on my 2020 list uh, just to get back into God's word on a daily consistent basis. But also I want to ask myself like, man, I take care of my spirit, but am I, am I taking care of my body? Like, am I resting well? Am I Sabbathing? Is my schedule not overworked? Uh, am I drinking enough water? Like really basic stuff and not minimizing that, but recognizing God has created us holistically. And so we can take all of those things and all of those make sense for the glory of God and for our good. So uh, anyway, don't, don't feel like you're being less Christian if you really are focusing on uh, your relationship with God and then thinking about things like your sleep and your work schedule and how much water you're drinking and are you being active and all those kinds of things. Because listen, they really they really do affect you. Like, bro, you, you sleep in three hours a night and uh, you're eating junk all the time and you're not moving. I promise you, you're going to feel in a slump. Um, and that's not let being less spiritual. That's recognizing that God has created you holistically. And so we love the Lord God with our mind, with our soul, with our strength, like with everything we've got. Are we, we are focusing on taking care of our whole, our whole body, our whole self, knowing that God has created all of it for his glory and for our good. Um, I guess, man, the last thing, this, this is how I'll wrap up there. Uh, well, let me, let me just, I know I flew through that and kind of rambled through it. The first thing again that I asked is, is there unconfessed sin? So maybe that's just the first thing you need to ask is, is there something that you just need to confess to someone else? Uh, are you being blinded by current circumstances? Uh, are, are you not seeking first the kingdom of God, but are you seeking first financial stability, job stuff, marriage stuff, like other things other than God, where Jesus would say, hey, seek first me, like chase after me and all that other stuff will be taken care of. Um, are you taking any risks for Christ? Like what in what area of your life? Just look in the last week. Is there somewhere where you felt like you needed faith, like you had to step into something vulnerable? If not, that may be contributing to our spiritual dryness and just asking God, God, where would you want me to step out and to be scared a little bit somewhere where it would require me to rely on you and have faith in you. And then lastly, asking yourself, are you in a healthy routine? Like, are you just taking care of your heart, soul, mind, and strength? 
and uh, really like getting into a situation or putting yourself in a situation where you're caring for yourself holistically uh, and really focusing on yourself holistically so that you can love God with all of who you are, not just your soul, not just with your heart, but with your soul, your mind, your body, your strength, all of it. Again, knowing all of that is what gives glory to God. Um, so that's the, those are the questions I'm asking myself. As I look back at the people in my life who I respect, people, men and women who have gone before me, some who have passed, uh, men who I admire uh, and I look at in the faith, I don't look at their lives and think, man, there was just that one big moment. Or you remember that season that they went through where they were just on fire for God or that one really cool thing that they did for God or really cool thing they did, did for their family or whatever. Like when I look back at the men and women who I respect a ton, what I see is men and women who have been steadfast, who have been faithful to Christ, even in the mundane day in and day out, they are serving and chasing after God. It's their faithfulness through all of life. That's respect, respectable. That like really makes me say, man, that's the kind of person I want to be. They were steadfast. They were a rock. They didn't waver up and down based on circumstances, but they were steadfast until the day that they died. And that's really the kind of men that I feel like God is calling us to be. Not riding these highs and lows, but just in the day in, the day out, even in the mundane, we're being faithful to God. So, bro, if that's where you're at, uh, if, you, if you're in the spot where you just feel spiritually dry and far from God, that's okay. Every single person goes through that, but maybe just ask yourself some of these questions and maybe uh, kind of demystify it, take away all the, like the over spiritualness and just ask yourself, like, are, are there some, some areas where I'm just neglecting um, that I need to start focusing on really simple, practical things that you could do like today that might start moving us closer to Jesus. I know I rambled through that, but I hope that it's helpful. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Later.